Hey, good afternoon. It's Pastor Ken. And I just wanted to reach out. You know, yesterday we lost uh, power here during church service. What happened is someone was having a birthday party. They let their happy birthday balloons go and they hit the power lines behind the building. We basically lost power. So we had no video to upload. Uh, people who join us for church online, sorry, you know, we, we lost our video feed. So I wanted to real quick give a Reader's Digest version or a short version of, of yesterday's message because um, a lot of people said, hey, I really wanted to hear that or, or I wanted to send it to someone. So I figured I'd come on here this afternoon while sitting in my office and just kind of hit the highlights of the sermon from yesterday. Um, so that way we still have something out there and you can always share it or go back and watch it again. So we were continuing our series, uh, Hot Topics. And the subject this week was something that we've always hear people talk about or they ask this question or they imply it. And it was simply, how can Christianity claim that there's only one way to God? You know, we say the only way to get to heaven is through a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so today we're going to take this journey down some different paths that compared to what Jesus says and compared to maybe what the world and, and even what some Christians actually believe um, are different ways to get there. And I wanted to start out, I, as I said yesterday, you know, have you ever used a GPS to get directions for someplace? And, you know, I, I prefer Google. I like to go online and, and use Google. And, and I had asked for directions from the church to Daytona International Speedway. And it gave me two different driving directions to get there. Um, it also provided me where I could take a bus, I could ride a bike, I could walk, or I could even take a plane to get there. And it actually provided me with three different bus options, uh, three walking options, two different options to take a bike, and multiple flight uh, options, depending on when I wanted to get there, what day and what time I wanted to get there. But, but ultimately, you know, as I think about this, you know, how many times have we ourselves ran into a point where, you know, all of them destinations that I found would get me from the church to Daytona International Speedway. But there's many times I've used it and you know, I was taking a motorcycle ride one time through the Everglades up Snake Road and about halfway up, it was telling me to take a left-hand turn. And that left-hand turn was down a dirt road. So a dirt road, middle of the Everglades, can't be right. It wasn't going to get me to my destination. I don't know where it was going to get me, but it was going to get me someplace other than where I wanted to go. And I'm sure you've ran into the same thing where you're using your GPS, and, and as you're driving, all of a sudden it tells you to turn left, but it's a one-way street going the opposite direction. Or it'll tell you your destination is 500 feet on your right, and you know you know where close to being there. So unlike a GPS or Google, where even at times they don't get us to the right destination, we, we need to look at how can we get to the right destination in that relationship with God. And, and I truly believe that God has opened a pathway uh, to have that fellowship with him. And, and I believe that he's opened that path for everyone and all of creation. It's just we need to take the right path in order to get there. And if we don't take the right path, we're not going to get there. And as Christians, you know, we, we believe that the only way to God is through Jesus Christ, through that personal relationship with him. And in fact, the Bible actually claims it in different areas. In Acts chapter 4, verse 12, it says, There is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. And in 1 Timothy 2, 5, it even says, for there is one God 
and one mediator between God and mankind, the man of Jesus Christ. And then the scripture we used yesterday was in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. But for this, I'm just going to really look at verse 6, which says where Jesus is talking. And he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You know, at first glance, this kind of seems like a harmless statement. However, once you sit back and you really look at it and you analyze it and let it soak in, it, it can be quite a, a quite controversial statement, you know. And, and the problem with it and what makes it a controversy is Jesus is making an absolute statement. It, it's an absolute, and, and he's actually talking about an absolute truth, uh, a truth that Jesus is the only path to God that he is the only truth, and that he is the only way to eternal life. And so to answer that question, if Jesus is Jesus the only way, um, may actually be more difficult for people to accept than accepting that Jesus is God. You know, okay, yeah, Jesus is God, but are you saying he's the only way? But wait, aren't all religions the same? Don't all religions lead us can't all religions lead people to heaven? And, and unfortunately, that's what our society uh, kind of thinks. Because society today, even us as believers, we don't always want to be told what to do. We don't always want to be told uh, what a truth is or what we should do. Because each one of us has our own built-in, I guess you could say, truth meter. What we believe is truth. Um but like I've always said, if, if what we believe doesn't line up with God's word, then we need to dig in and make sure we're lining up with God's word and not expecting God's word to come to what we believe. You know, it, it needs to go the other way. We need to believe what God wrote, what God said, and do what he calls us to do. So today we're going to look at three different paths that uh, a lot of people will say lead you to heaven or, or will get you to heaven and and I think they ultimately, they kind of contradict what God's word says. And like I said, the verse itself, Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So we know Jesus says, I am the way. I am the way. And many people will claim that, you know, all religions are the same. But, but have you ever heard, you know, have you ever heard someone say that? All religions are the same or ultimately all religions take you to the same place. It, it's this very nice and inclusive, you know, where everyone gets in, everyone's happy. And, you know, because the last thing we want to do is tell one of our friends who may be a Mormon or a Buddhist or even a Muslim that their religion isn't going to get them to God. You know, because you don't want to upset anybody, but yet they'll be quick to want to upset us and not believe what Christianity calls us to believe. You know, and then there's people who will say, well, don't all religions teach the same thing? You know, and I will admit there are some similarities um, in morality that may be taught amongst different religions. But and some will even say, you know, when, when Jesus says he is the way, he's got to mean something else. You know, it really doesn't mean to exclude anyone who doesn't accept him and you know because he's a we have a loving god and he wouldn't want anyone not to make it to be by his side well all religions are not the same the difference is the person of jesus who jesus is is the difference in it and when we look at other religions they'll, they'll claim to lead you to the truth and, and jesus says i am the truth uh, some claim to be a gate into heaven. Well, 
in John 10, 9, Jesus says, I am the gate. You know, Buddhism uh, leads you to this enlightenment, but yet Jesus in John 9, 5 says he is the light. So you see, ma many religions um, talk about doing something or, or they want you to earn your way to God. You know, you think about it, even Judaism is, is about following all these rules. Um, and if you do the right things, then, then you're going to be accepted by God. And it's all this work-based. Even Muslims, Muslims, if they follow the five pillars of Islam, they might be accepted by God. Now think about that. I'm going to follow all of these rules but I still might not, might not be accepted by God. Well, that's not very inclusive of, of getting there. E even the Hindus in, in Hinduism, they, they believe in you have to continue to relive your life over and over again till you get it right. So can you imagine doing your life over and over and over until you get it right? Uh, I mean, I fail every day. There's no way I'm ever going to get it right. So I'm going to have to keep living on and on and on. But see, Jesus is unique. Because he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And, and, you know, I really think back to in the garden, uh, the night before Jesus was to be betrayed. In the garden, he went and he prayed to God three different times. And, and he asked God about removing the cup. So in Matthew 26, 39, it says, My father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. And then again in verse 42, he went back to second time to pray. And he said, my father, if this cannot pass unless I drink it, your will be done. And then in verse 44, it tells us that, that he went away one more time. He went away again and prayed a third time, saying the same thing once more. So, so Jesus knew there was no other way. Uh, and that's what makes Jesus so unique with Christianity. And it makes it so ex exclusive. And even in Ephesians 2.18, it tells us, For through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. You know, so, so we can say all religions are the same. and We can try and make them all fit together in harmony. But because of Jesus, it's not possible. It's not possible because of what Jesus did. And ultimately, if there is another way, why did Jesus have to go through what he went through? Why did he have to go through everything he went through? In the garden, when Jesus asked if there was another way, he was basically told no. He was told no, he had to continue and go through what he was called to do by God. He had to suffer. He had to die on that cross for us in order to be a way to God. He was that ultimate sacrifice for us. And, and all religions are not the same. Some will offer some wise sayings, but none of their leaders offered themselves up as a payment for our sins. And, and so only Jesus did that. And only Jesus, who is the perfect son of God, can say that he is the way. So path one, all religions lead, doesn't quite get us to where we want to be. So the second one, Jesus says, I am the truth. Um, and, and of course, in the world today, everyone says, well, well, you know, truth is relative. In, in, in other words, you have your truth and I have mine and, and we're good with that. I don't have to believe what you believe and you don't have to believe what I believe because we all have our own truth because it's relative. And, and it kind of goes with that first one about you know, all religions are the same. Um, maybe, maybe a person will buy, actually buy into the fact that Jesus is the way, but they're never going to buy into the fact that, 
Jesus is the only truth. Uh, because that truth doesn't apply to them. You know, because like I said, truth, they say truth is relative and, and there are many truths and, and they're all valid. Well, that's wrong. It, it can't be like that. And, and understand in our country, in our country, our views have equal protection. Each person's view has equal protection, but it doesn't not make every, every view equal in validity. So it doesn't give value to all of them. You know, all of us know one plus one equals two. We all believe it. But what if I were to say one plus one equals seven? And it doesn't make it a fact because we know one plus one equals two. And, and unfortunately, through life, I've shared the gospel with many people. And they've actually come up with that same thing. Well, you know, you have your truth. I have my truth. I, I, I have my way. I believe I can get into heaven and you have yours. So it really doesn't apply to me. But thanks anyways. I walk away. I continue to pray for that person that God will open their eyes. And, and see, ultimately here in the U.S., we have the right to believe anything you want to believe. You can believe whatever you want to believe here in the United States. That is a freedom that we have. Now, just because you may think or believe, hey, I believe it's 1964, doesn't mean it's 1964. The reality is it's not there. So your truth is not a valid, it's, it's not really a valid point. But people will hang on this saying, well, I have my own truth. Okay, that's fine. You're allowed to have your own truth, but I want that truth that sets me free. You know, there, there's no other truth than that truth of Jesus. And Christianity isn't just another philosophy. It is a reality. I mean, the person of Jesus Christ changed the world. The world we live in today was impacted by Jesus Christ over 2,000 years ago. So, so it's got to be something to it. You know, and, and Jesus demonstrated his claims to be who he said he was. He fulfilled the prophecies. He, he lived a sinless life. He performed many miracles. And even after his resurrection was seen by 500 people at one time. So, but, you know, even with all of that, there's always this question of what is truth? I mean, even today, many people ask, what is truth? What can we believe with all the different conspiracy theories and everything else? What is truth? Well, it's interesting because even back in Jesus' time, Pilate asked about what is truth. And in John 18, 37, 38, it says this. You're a king then, Pilate asked. You say that I'm a king, Jesus replied. I was born for this and I have come into the world for this, to testify to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. What is truth, said Pilate. After he had said this, he went out to the Jews again and told them, I find no grounds for charging him. So see, the part of Jesus' mission was to testify to the truth. And even in John 8, verse 31, 32, it says, Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you continue in my word, you really are my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. See, Jesus equates his word with the truth that makes us free, that will set us free. So, so by saying that Jesus is the truth, he's making this exclusive claim. And he is saying there is no other truth concerning God except what he has said. You know, and, and so there's no other truth that will actually lead you to God in that relationship. Oh, the only truth that can lead you down the right path to heaven is the person and the truth 
of Jesus Christ. So path number two didn't get us there. And, and then the final destination, the final one we're looking at here is Jesus says, I am the life. Now, I think it's interesting because, you know, how many times have you been called narrow-minded? Oh, you're narrow-minded. I can't believe you believe Jesus is the only way to God. You, you, you're you just narrow-minded. You're not opening up your eyes to see there's got to be so many different things. And if you're saying that Jesus is the only path, you know you're narrow-minded. Well, here's the thing. Think of that equation, 1 plus 1 equals 2. So if we stand on the fact that 1 plus 1 equals 2, are you being narrow-minded? No, because you're standing on the truth. You're standing on what has been proven to be the truth. So, and we know this because 1 plus 1 is 2. Now, ultimately, if 1 plus 1 had many different answers, if it could be 2, 4, 7, 9, 12, whatever it was, 1 plus 1 had all these different variables that actually could make it be true, and if you stuck on 1 plus 1 is 2 and it can't be nothing else, then you would be narrow-minded. But because it's an absolute truth, because it is the actual answer, you're not considered narrow-minded when you do it. And, and, and I think that's what people don't understand because they, they kind of say, you know, well, Jesus can't be all that he said he is. But, but since Jesus is the only way, the only truth in the life, then saying it or Jesus claiming it is not being narrow-minded because we're speaking truth. You know, when, when we stand on truth, uh, we're not being narrow-minded because of what we're doing. You know, I think if we stand on an opinion and we're not open to what other people may say, then if anything, you're being narrow-minded because you're stuck on just, oh, this is my opinion, I'm going to stand by my opinion, and whatever anyone else says doesn't matter. That is being narrow-minded. You know, an example I gave yesterday is I've got all these keys. So, so these are my church keys. And, and on this set of keys, there, there's 10 keys that look identical to each other. And you could take all 10 of these keys and you could put them right into my office door. But you know what? Only one of these keys is going to open my door. Now, they may all fit. They all look the same. They all fit into the lock the same. But only one of them is going to unlock the door. And so this is when we're staying on truth. We could sit here and argue back and forth. And if I told you all these 10 keys that look alike, that fit my door, only one of them works. And if you don't believe it, you're going to say I'm narrow-minded until you actually put it to the test. And then when you actually take these keys and you stick them in one by one, and odds are it's going to be the very last key you try because that's how it always works, the door is going to come unlocked. you got to grab the right key. And by grabbing the right key, you can then get through the door. Grabbing the right way, the right truth, and the right life will lead you to heaven, will lead you to God. So when Jesus is saying that I am the life, he is saying he is the only way to eternal life. And one of the things I found interesting is, you know, back in 2002, Franklin Graham um, actually got in some hot water with the media because he declared that Islam was not the way to God but that Jesus was the only way. He stood on his principles. He stood on the truth of God's word. And then in a radio interview, he actually said this. This whole notion of tolerance, they say, well, you're, 
you're, you Christians are narrow-minded. You say Jesus is the only way. You're not tolerant of other religions. Well, if other religions are not tolerant of us, I'm not putting down their faith system. It's just not what I believe. And I don't accept their way as truth. They don't accept my way. And that's fine. But don't ask me to believe that their way to God is a valid way. I don't believe that. If Jesus is right, then it's not intolerant. It is truth. And that's what we got to stand on. So, so what are you going to do now with the fact that understand Jesus is the only way, the only truth, and the only life. He is the only way to get to God. And, and I think those of us who know Jesus, we can rejoice, um, not as being arrogant, not as being prideful, but, but knowing that the good news and knowing that God's love is for everyone. It is for all of creation. And yes, God does desire that all creation be restored to him. But they got to take the right path. And that right path to get you to the destination is Jesus Christ. And as, as Christians, as Christ followers, we need to be that example as well as just like the disciples and the apostles were. And we need to flood our communities with kindness, with healing, with compassion, love, and service. And we need to invite everyone we meet to join us in serving God through Jesus Christ. Because through our radical love, service, and kindness, we can live out the good news of Jesus and show others the path that God has opened to them. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you know, Make sure you like it, subscribe, and, and short version of Sunday. But remember one thing, Jesus loves you, and so do I. Y'all have a blessed week.